Hello there guys and welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week I am joined by my girlfriend and isolation buddy, Megan Gritty. Now any regular listeners will know that Megan's been on a few podcasts in the past. Um, There was a podcast I think in November where she was on and she's been around when I've done other interviews and chipped in at various degrees for other ones, including the one with Nick and Kira and both We Fix Space Junk specials. So yeah, if you've been listening to the show quite a bit, you'll vaguely know who she is. But if not, here's an introduction. Now, obviously, with everything going on with the current COVID lockdown stuff, uh, essentially, we want to do a podcast, just the two of us, just chatting about sort of vaguely what we've been up to, but without having, delving too much into the lockdown and information about it or anything like that, or even opinions on it. We, we don't really actually talk about the lockdown itself very much. I want to try and steer clear from that. Really, this is just me and Megan talking about video games, in all honesty. Megan is not a major gamer. She's not really been playing many video games for that long, but during the lockdown, she's found uh, a real passion for it. She played Animal Crossing quite a lot, and then it's kind of gone from there. So that's basically what we talk about. We talk about Animal Crossing, Pokemon, Mario, Mario Party, the olden 64 sims a little bit those sort of things so that's that's basically what the chat is about we don't delve into gaming too much and all sort of deep dive so if you're not really a gamer it's going to be a lot of those games you've probably heard of or have some sort of vague peripheral knowledge about as i said pokemon and mario are pretty mainstream games everyone's really heard of and if you've been on the internet recently i'm sure you've seen something about animal crossing so it's just that and it's a nice hour-long chat with us just having a laugh and not taking things too seriously uh, i'm sure many of the regular listeners will know that megan likes to megan and i have good uh we call it banter i think it's called that everywhere else where we basically take the mick out of each other megan likes to do that to me a lot I think she does it, in fact, within the first minute of the show. So <laughs> it's good to show that, that we're not making each other go insane during this whole isolation stuff. But that's basically what the chat's about. Before the chat gets started, there will be a quick promo for the Room podcast. I did play that promo last week, but I want to play it again because well, I am in the first episode of season two. It is the first proper voice acting that I've done. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. It's a gentleman called Aidan Rosewell. I'm going to have him on again in the future to talk about Room podcast a bit more. But yeah, the episode is called All Roads Lead to Room. If you put that into any of your podcatcher apps, it should come up because there's quite a few podcasts which are called The Room or something to do with Room podcast or whatever. So yeah, make sure you look at that there is also a link for it in the description and yeah check out the show and also check out the episode i did with aiden a couple months back which was episode 72 anyway that's about it from me guys so i'll let the chat get going on after the promo i will be back at the end of the chat just to give a bit more information of what you guys can expect as well as the latest episode of my podcast star wars comics in canon that's another episode out because episodes come out every saturday sunday so yeah talk to you guys then Nobody told me love could hurt like this Remember the night when we first kissed Do you? Do you? It can be a struggle to keep positive, given everything that's happened. And while we were connected, we could forget the darkness. And in the beauty that I saw when I turned, I forgot myself. I lost myself. If I don't watch my feet, they may well lift off the ground. This is quite exciting, really. I feel like I'm at the start of a great adventure. This is just like some kind of movie. We are being looked after and that we are loved, always. 
For more information about Room and how you can support the show, find us on Twitter at RoomPodcast1. Thanks for listening. See you around. Are you ready to die? Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. It's me beatboxing. Not really a fan. What do you mean you're not a fan? I'm a fan of the beatbox. Why? Um, I don't know, because people who do it normally have skill. <laughs> what are you saying that I don't have skill? Not in the realm of beatboxing. Yeah, no. listen. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so glad I already started recording. Thank God I already started recording. Mm. I'm Michael Burton. This is Genuine Chit Chat. This is going to be fun. It's going to be ripping on me the entire time for my whole podcast. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to start recording. Uh, basically, we want to have a chat with you for two reasons. One. <laughs> because we haven't talked enough during the lockdown. Yeah. That's the main <laughs> one. We've actually just been sat in silence near each other. <laughs> Hello, Dr. Smile, friend. And the other thing was my, I've stopped a lot of the guests and things, obviously the ones in person and things. So I've, it's basically, you're my, you're my plan B, you're my substitute. You're when, you know. I'm I'm his last resort. You're not last resort. Last, I'm the last resort. I'm the, the last thought on his mind. Last resort is normally if, if you and I don't really want to chat or something and I need to release an episode, I'll either do a solo one or I did one. It wasn't last resort, but it was just a lot easier for my time time scale. Was when I released the Star Wars comics in canon, like part one and two, on this genuine chit chat channel, because it was like genuine chit chat, indeed. Because that only took about an hour to sort, rather than the usual four hours. Mm-hmm. Which you, <clears throat> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was me saying, hmm. And because I'm drinking a fizzy drink, it made my voice go weird. Exciting. I want to have um, what I want to do as well having you on here isn't just a place for them we're just going to talk about the fact that you're a placeholder instead of that what I want to do is um, you've been getting into video games recently because obviously in this whole COVID lockdown thing which I imagine we're not really going to delve into much because everyone's all talking about it all the time but kind of talking about what we've really been up to because it's been as of recording this, this is the fifth week now isn't it this is week five of the official lockdown yeah yeah and Obviously, I've been. I was off work a few days before the official lockdown. I was off work on the Friday before it, and then. Because uh, you, or did you go to? You didn't go to school that week, did you? No. So because I was off on the Friday, and the then you lockdown, stopped the lockdown. The lockdowns. Well, I had. I can't remember now. Because it, it was up, it was after my birthday. Because yeah, week- your birthday's the sixteenth, and then I was at work that week. I was at work the week after. I think the lockdown officially. I can't bloody remember. Was I was no, I was at work. I was at work the week of your birthday. Lockdown mm. started on the twenty third of March, and that's when I started working from home. Right, right, yeah. And then obviously these. And holidays, obviously now it's the twenty fifth of April. So yes, yeah, recording this, but the episode's going to be out tomorrow, so it's going to be the twenty sixth. But yeah, it, it's it is obviously weird being in lockdown. But you know, you've been getting into video games a lot more because prior. Yeah, I've become obsessed with Animal Crossing. Less so now because I've basically completed it. <laughs> oh, well, you you got KK Slider and got the credits. There's not really much else. Like at this point, it's 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 just the same thing over and over again. So I've kind of I'm not quite as obsessed with it as I was a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, Animal Crossing is life. It was because um when it 
got announced and stuff, I saw it and I was oh, Megan probably quite like that. And I remember playing Animal Crossing, I think it's Wild World on the Nintendo DS. And that came out 10 plus years, I think it was about 10 years ago or so. I remember me and Reese were playing it and we both got obsessed with it basically at the same time. And, yeah. like, and we both pointed to each other, like, oh, I'm playing this game, Animal Crossing. I was like, oh, I'm playing it too. So like, you're completely obsessed with it. And I was like, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like the first... Well, it takes over your life. Yeah, well, I've invested over what? What is it? A hundred and... I think about 120 by now. <laughs> I've invested about 120 hours into the game. Yeah. <laughs> Which is quite a lot. But it's one of those games where it, it takes over your life for like a few weeks, maybe a month or so. And then you kind of, as you find out, you've kind of run out of stuff to do. Because the first couple of weeks of the month, you can get all the new fish and the new yeah. insects. I mean, I mean, today I literally couldn't do anything because Nook's Cranny is shut. Which is the because shop. Because the shop is, is shut for refurbishments and the museum is also shut for refurbishments. There's literally nothing I can do on the game today apart from collect stuff and then just put it in my storage. And just leave it. I can't even sell anything. Yeah. I mean, with the new Animal Crossing with Nook Miles and stuff and Nook Miles Plus, they weren't in the old games. So all there... And there was no crafting. So in the old games, there was no crafting... And there was only bells, so there's no tasks. It was just get money, make your house bigger, make it look cooler, and that was it. And it was, I found after the month or so, I was just I stopped playing it because I was like, well, I've kind of I've run out of steam now. The next house upgrade was some ridiculous amount of money that would have taken me weeks to get, and it's like, yeah, I don't really want to, because in this one where you get the crafting, it, it you know you can hit trees and all these other things. Whereas in the other Animal Crossing games, you just shake trees and get fruit or bells, or obviously furniture falls out of them. But that was it. Where they've kind of added a lot more to it now yeah and it's also cool that you can have people come to your island but even then you have people come to your island and you're just like this is my island and now there's absolutely nothing we can do (laughs) (laughs) you just show them around and then after that you're kind of like well this this is it (laughs) there's nothing else to do it's because nintendo have like a the petrified online games because we're having that thing the other night we did the video chat with tom and laura yeah and we're like, oh, you know, we've both got Switch. We've got Switch Online recently. You know, that'd be really cool. Let's do it. And then it was like, okay, what can we play? It was we like, just play Mario Kart. Well, yeah, because we could play Mario Kart or Crash Team Racing, which obviously are both very similar games, and they're both racing games. And we wanted to play Smash Bros. together, but for some reason on the Wii U version, you could do it. But in the, in the Switch version, they've taken away the ability to have two people on the same console playing online with two people on another console, as in... But choosing it, because if it's basically either you have one v one, and I could play against Tom or Reese or whomever, which is fine. But if me and you together want to play against two other people, we choose to play against. It doesn't allow you to do it. Mm-hmm. But we can play against randoms online as a team, and it's just like, why would you take a feature away? It's called Smash Bros. Ultimate. It's meant to be everything of the old games, but Ultimate. better. Yeah, that was annoying. And then it was also Mario Party. Really, Mario Party annoyed me even more. Because Smash, most of it works. It's just that one thing. But Mario Party is like, you can play online with your friends. Oh, what can you do? Only mini games. mini games. It's like, what's the point in that? Yeah, that's not great. It's like, yeah. hey, the fun of Mario Party is, you know, rolling a dice, it normally fucking me over, and then using items to jam your way into getting stars and, and the last minute pissing people off. It's playing Mario Party and then Mike hitting every single second of it and ruining it for me. <laughs> well, no, we played... We- that's Mario Party 8 on the Wii. When we played Super Mario Party, I haven't ruined it or moaned or anything because no, it is you fun. Haven't. It was just Mario Party 8, which was my favourite game. The thing is, though, I, I love Mario Party 4 was the main one I used to play, and that was on the GameCube. And that is still stands up, I'd say, is apart from probably the newest one, Super Mario Party, I think it is still the best one. Because Mario Party 5 was basically the same as 4, but they introduced all these things like candies instead of just items, and that just annoyed me. And then I. Th- 
I can't remember which one it was. It was either six or seven. I think I've played six like once, but I think it was seven was one where it was only only linear. There's there's one game they released where you're all on one, you all move together as one unit and you don't fight each other. So you know when you go around the game board and you're that's individual. That's on the new one. That's on the new one as a secondary game mode. But that with one of the Mario Party games, it was either nine or seven. Oh wait, I think it's Mario Party Nine. They got actually, a lot of yeah, I think it was Mario Party Nine. I think it's on the Switch. Um, not the Switch on the Wii. The Wii or Wii U? Well, I I didn't have a Wii U, so. I think it might be seven then. I don't know. I'm pretty no. I'm pretty sure it's nine. Do they? Oh wait, no. There is Mario Party Ten on the Wii U. I think that's what I'm getting confused God, with. There's so many bloody games. Well, yeah. I mean, Mario Party's been going since the N64. But that's what you find with Nintendo is when you get into the realm of Nintendo, you realise they basically just release the same game every three so years. So many games. Well, yeah. I mean, there's so many Legend of Zelda games, Mario games. Obviously, Mario Kart is on. I mean, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is Mario Kart Eight from the Wii U, but with all the DLC added, and everyone has two weapons. So it's kind of like Mario Party. DLC, if for everyone that doesn't know, stands for downloadable content, which is something that I now know. Yeah, because you we were playing. <laughs> You're welcome. Because it was on it was on Breath of the Wild or something we were playing, and then it was like I can't remember. They have downloadable content on Animal Crossing as well, because there was that silk rug that you could download. Yeah, that wasn't very good. So hey, I have a free rug. Cool. It's kind of shit. It's free ugly rug. Yeah, it, it it was it was weird because playing Mario Party when you before the reason I was getting so annoyed about it was because. It was that map. What was it called? Is it the beach one or something? Yeah, it's the one with the Goombas. And then there's <laughs> the one with the Goombas. And then you go along and you can ride the dolphins and they take you closer to the end. And then when you get to the end, you go right back to the beginning again. It's just linear. It's basically like and then, and No, but then there's then there's a there's a green um, space that you can land on that's got the question mark. And I think it's like two or three spaces from the end. And if you land on it, the Goombas throw you all the way back to the beginning. I always land on the Goomba space. Yeah, except when we played, it was it was me and you against two computer players. Uh, this was like a year ago or so, and it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, it was quite early on in our relationship. It was two, it was us against two computer players. It was all against all and stuff. And then you won basically every single mini game because I've played it so many times. Yeah, I won a few, and I think the computer players barely won any. Um, so we won. You and me won the majority of the, of the games, and then. The map was just that linear one. Because like, what I like about Mario Party is when it's the square, when you can choose which way to go and there's multiple routes. Oh, yeah, but it stresses me out. Or being able to choose more routes. Yeah, I'm too indecisive. Just, just give me a route and I'll go that route. Well, that's why you liked it so much because we it was just dead straight. And <laughs> the problem was was that every... I was just getting fucked over with every See, single dice <laughs> The one that I don't like is the one that's on the Switch. You know, when it's got that square in the middle and then it's got the bob on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't ball. like that because it's really, really stressful. I like it. That's what that's what makes me giggle when it's stressful when everyone's like in that area and there's a star there and everyone's like almost setting. Yeah, but the off. thing that annoys me is that the star moves as well. So you get close to the star and then it disappears and it's across the other side of the fucking board. And that's, you're just like, oh, what's the, even the point? That's every single Mario game except the one you've played. Yeah. So <laughs> and it clearly no one liked it, which is why they took it out for the next game. What do you mean no one liked it? Me and Mitchell love that game. You two are the only ones. Neat. The game lies and slander. The thing was, I felt the similar. I feel similarly to that style of Mario Party as I do to Monopoly in some ways, which is. I see. I like Monopoly. <sighs> Although I... Monopoly is the causer of family feuds. Yeah, that is often the case. The thing is with me is, last time I played Monopoly, similar to last time I played Mario Party, I'm was pretty sure I got it in the cupboard. We could play it. I've got the University of Kent edition. <laughs> I used to have. I used to have the Simpsons one, the Monopoly Junior, a uh, chocolate one. But you can eat all the pieces, so it's kind of pointless. Like, you can eat the pieces. Yeah, there was a Connect Four chocolate and Monopoly chocolate. But, but yeah, you eat all the chocolate. Once you eat them pieces, and you can't play anymore. Exactly. I'm not. I didn't imagine this. This actually exists. So... Is the board made out of chocolate? As no. Well? 
Just no. the pieces. Yeah, so you finish the game and then all that's left, I think, Wait, is... Wait, what pieces are made out of chocolate? Um, like the cards? The houses and hotel, the hotels and houses and the, the actual pieces you move with. It was right. really weird. This, yeah, came, this was when I was like eight. And I've, I've played like chocolate noughts and crosses. Is that you just kind of do it and then if you win, you eat it? No, what was it? I can't remember. It might have been... Oh, it was chocolate battleships. And then once you've sunk their ship, oh, you ate their yeah. chocolate piece. That makes sense. That's like a cool idea. But yeah. yeah I, the thing is with both Monopoly and Mario, and that Mario Party, which was linear, is Mario Party in itself, excluding the minigames, it was all basically chance because you just roll the dice and you have to just deal with whatever number you're given. But at least with most Mario Parties, you can generally choose your route. And there's loads of items and stuff that can change things up a lot. But in Mario Party 8, there are the items. But because that one map was linear... I would roll, and I got fucked over every single roll. It's that because was the, you're shit at the game, mate. That was the game where I think for the first six rolls, I never rolled over That's a two. That's not my fault, is it? You were just shit at the game. <laughs> I rolled, I rolled. I think it was one, two, and I think I got one, three in the first five or six rounds. We only played, it was only 15 turns, and I got halfway up the board, and it was halfway through the game, when computer players, they land on that question mark space you mentioned earlier. Yeah, the gumball. Each of them... And, and when you do that, you immediately get a star. So, and then they pass me again. So at halfway through the game, they were already higher up on the map than me because their dice rolls were better. They by chance landed on the stars and got stars as well. And also, you were you were doing better than me, but you kept getting thrown back to the start by the Goombas. And you didn't. You got one star, I think, towards the end. And by the end of it, we lost because you won every single mini game and you got a star for that at the end. You got one star by getting to the end. And I, I think right at the end, I got one star. Mike, can you hear that? Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I last played Monopoly, I mean, this was, Christ, this was when I was, I think, 19 when I last played Monopoly. Uh, yeah, 18 or 19. And I played it with Jasmine uh, and Kieran and one of my exes. And I remember that every, it happened to me basically the same thing again. Every dice roll, I was getting less than three. Every it's single one. Share the game, mate. And what happened was, I kept rolling, and I was getting more and more agitated. And what happened is, everyone who went in front of me bought everything. And the only that, thing, yeah, to be fair, that is the issue with Monopoly: is if you do get ahead, once you get around the board the first time, because you're not allowed to buy anything the first go. Yeah. So once you get around first, if you are luckily enough to get there, you you just buy everything, and then once you get there, you're fucked over. I, I just kept landing on on question mark spaces, which gave me random things, and most of the time they were bad. And then I managed to land, I land on one brown one, which is like the lowest value of Old the Kemp whole Road. thing. <laughs> yeah, and it was like people out there, they gave me like fucking £1.50 in a Freddo. And it's like, oh, come on. The thing, right. they, they bought like the dark blue one. So uh, towards the end of the game. Yeah, Mayfair like, and Pall Mall. Yeah, I land on one of them and they had a hotel on it and they just bankrupt me like that because I had no money because I couldn't buy anything. The thing, oh. the thing with Monopoly that annoys me is that the aim of the game is to bankrupt everyone. That is literally the point of the game, is, yeah. is to have the most amount of money and make sure that everybody else doesn't have any money. Yeah. And the thing that annoys me about Monopoly is is how people react mm. to them playing Monopoly. Yeah. Like, if I play Monopoly, I will play it like you're supposed to play it. I'll play it because you buy houses, you buy the hotels, you want to bankrupt people. That is literally the point of the game. That's how you win. But whenever I play it with people, they're all like, oh, Megan, you're taking it too seriously. I'm like, no, I'm literally playing the game. Like, like that is the point of the game. It's like, it's not my fault that you're losing. Like, don't be a sore loser. I'm not being a sore winner. I am just playing Monopoly how it's supposed to be played. I'm bankrupting you because that's the point of the goddamn game. That's why I don't ever play it. Mm. People get annoyed with me. I'm pretty sure the last time I played it properly was with Becky and... Well, I played it with two Beckys and they both got really mad at me because I was... I was, playing, I was beating them because I was bankrupting them. I, I wasn't annoyed that I got bankrupted by 
whoever it was that ended up beating me. My frustration was that I managed to make it round the board twice before getting back. You should bankrupt. roll better then, shouldn't you? Yeah, I should roll the dice better. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I should do. Yeah, well, yeah. Or is it die? Die is singular, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Or was die multiple? I can't remember. I, think, I feel like... I think die is singular. I think die is singular because I think it's plural. Hmm. <laughs> it's, it's also... Uh, with Monopoly, I, I basically... I got really, really annoyed about it because it was it was just boring to play. Like, I know that it's... Yeah, I mean, it, after a while, it's a bit boring, well, isn't it? It wasn't only that it was boring, but it was every single roll. I was landing on either a question mark space or some space that someone had already got on. People kept lapping me. So, basically, I owned one property on the whole board. I kept getting fined every time I landed on something. And then... After, yeah, well, after kind of we played about how many dice rolls that was, played for about an hour, I just got bankrupt and everyone else had loads of money. That's the thing, is if you're out first, oh, it just then sucks. there's just that also the plural is dice. Yeah, it is dice, yeah. I was, I was pretty certain it was. But I found that way with Mario Party is I don't... If if I play a game and someone is better than me and I get beaten, that's fine. And if I play Mario Party and someone beats me and it's jammy, that's fine. But if I'm if I'm playing with humans... And that's what I was saying to you. I got so annoyed about. I was like, if we were playing with two of our mates, and it was you know all human players, and they thrashed me due to landing question mark spaces and all that stuff, I would still be annoyed, but it would be funny because there's there is a degree of fun and satisfaction if another human beats you at a game of chance. When it's the computer players, yeah, but you can change the level of difficulty. Yeah, I know, but we had it on easy anyway. That it was, wasn't on easy. It was on normal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on normal. But the thing is, is that i don't like it in a game where the computer players being normal or hard i thought that's meant to be how frequently they use items on you how clever they are and also how good they do in mini games not if you put them on hard mode you roll shit dice and they roll amazingly because <laughs> then that isn't hard that's actually rigging the game so you can't win Mitchell always every time we play every time we play mario party he always says it's bloody rigged it is rigged <laughs> I, I don't, but when it's when every it's, time i win he's like it's bloody rigged <laughs> with other humans i don't mind being beaten because it's fun but there's no satisfaction being beaten by a computer player after playing a game for about an hour you beat them at every mini game and they win just because they land on all these jammy spaces well, it's just a luck of the draw isn't it luck of the roll yeah i'm terrible at that too because obviously i've rolled normal die and in monopoly and i get fucked over and i roll it in as i said you should get better but to be fair on super mario pie i was i, I never rage quit or complained what well, i don't think i ever rage quit anyway but like with mario super mario pie i've never moaned about that what, the new one? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It was just Mario Party 8 that you got frustrated with. Yeah. And I said, I'm happy to play other ones. You're like, I don't want to play, you're like, I don't want to play with you again. It was after okay. Mario Party 8, and you were like, oh, we'll play other ones. I was like, I literally never want to play this game with you ever again. <laughs> you completely ruined it for me. That's good, because Mario Party 8 sucks. It doesn't suck. It does suck. What are you doing? I was just turning the speaker off. I realised I left on earlier. Saving that power. Oh, God, knocking the microphone as well. Uh, Mike, did you know that you actually shouldn't knock the microphone, because then you have to edit it out? So, just... Don't knock it. Last time we did a podcast, <laughs> which I think it was like October, November time. Mike moaned at me moaned. because I, said, I knocked the microphone a couple of times. I didn't moan. You kept you hit it about three or four times in the space of about <laughs> a minute and you kept nudging it. And I was like, I can move the mic away. And you're like, no, 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 it's fine. And I was like, okay, but you have to stop hitting it then because every time you hit it, it makes this loud doof noise and it's really annoying and I have to edit it out. Yeah, I'm just making your skills in editing more refined, aren't I? I'm actually helping you out in the long run. I don't think it's quite how it works. I think it is. That's I like think me, you don't know anything about podcasting. That's, that's like me stealing... <laughs> thank you. That's like me stealing all your money and then saying you should be grateful for this because at least you get to work from square one and think about all the lessons you've learned. It's you the to, same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Hitting a <laughs> microphone twice during an interview or a chat podcast. An interview. Yeah. I, I don't know. Conversation. That is exactly the same as stealing someone's life savings and livelihood. Exactly the same. How is it any different in any way, shape or form? Don't give me that look. <laughs> But you've been um, you've been playing Animal Crossing quite a bit, and from there, it's been 
because I've always, I've always been a gamer in air quotes. You know, I, I have not. Yeah, I, I played like Mario games. So my my brother my brother had most of the consoles when we were growing up. So I played like Crash Team Racing and Crash Bandicoot and and that stuff. But it was kind of intimate. I never actually like sat down and and did all of the different levels on it and stuff. Hmm. So I I played like Super Mario Bros. Um, a lot of Mario games when I was growing up. But otherwise, it was just The Sims. Mm. So, <laughs> Sims is I'm very like, much a new gamer. <laughs> Sims is like the most basic, like as a mainstream air Sims quotes, is basic a great game. game. Um, I, I trust Reese's opinion on games a lot because he's a much uh, bigger game, gamer than I am, and he does say he likes The Sims. Yeah, Sims is ace. It's just me when I play Sims. I have there's no satisfaction for me because it's just like. But there is because you can create your own little world. Yeah, but you can't really. And also, as like a twelve-year-old girl, you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make me as a sim. I'm gonna make my crush as a sim, and then we can be boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd never any interest in doing that. I, I'm well. The thing is, me is I played video games from a young age. I think I got a Game Boy Color when I was like five or six. I got a Game Boy Color pretty early on as well. Yeah, and I used to play Pokemon, Super Mario early Land. On, like... I think we both played the same Super Mario game, didn't we? That black and white one where the Goombas look like weird little mushroom things coming at you. Yeah, and then the first level was this like weird little like daddy long legs that were like jumping towards you potentially i'm pretty sure it might be but then we did talk about wario land as well because i know super mario i remember playing wario land but that was my brother's game and i remember there being specific like sections of the game where you were on a train yes yeah yeah yeah. um i remember the train that game is so so good it was such i remember really enjoying that game was that on the game boy color that was game Boy black and white black and white yeah because there was one of the first games in the Game Boy Black... But the Game Boy Black and White games worked in Game Boy Color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Game Boy game uh, Super Mario Land, that was made after Super Mario Bros, I think. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm getting that wrong. But Super Mario Land was really good. And then they had Super Mario Land 2, the golden coin or something. That was really good. And then Super Mario Land 3 was Wario World, and that was you playing as Wario. Yeah. And when you press, you have a jump like Mario does, but instead of Mario having no other button unless you've got a flower, he punched, he did like this weird little punch thing. that mm. uh, It was almost like a shunt, he kind of like shoulder shunted. Yeah. And you no, move forward and back that. really quick. I don't really remember that game that well, but I remember like little bits of it. I did, to be fair, I did always used to play Pokemon. Yeah. On the yeah. Game Boy. I had Game Boy, no, I had Pokemon Red and my brother had Pokemon Blue. Yeah, I had Red. I remember because before getting it, I remember seeing what they both looked like. And the, there's some very minor differences. They were exactly the same game, weren't they? I'm, the, because of it being uh, Game Boy Black and White or Game Boy Color or whatever, the Pokemon Red was all tinted red and Pokemon Blue was all tinted blue because there was no color palette really. Yeah. And I remember hating the way that the blue one looked. Regarding the games themselves... I don't think there was any difference. I am i don't think there were, because I know in subsequent games... so Because Go- Pokemon Yellow... Because po- I also had Pokemon Silver. <laughs> I had Pokemon Silver, but I got it in Italy. Uh, and it was all in Italian. You so can change I- language. Hindsight for... Well, in hindsight, well, I, I don't think you can. I don't I- think you could change like a Game Boy Color game in different languages. Maybe... I don't. I don't remember. Anyway, it was all in Italian. I couldn't understand what it was saying. Like my my level of Italian wasn't good enough to be able to understand Pokemon games. Well, you're more of a speaker than a um, reader. So Italian. I I didn't ever play it in the end. I think I've still got it at my mum's house somewhere. I've uh, with with the Pokemon games when you've got gold and silver. What was normally the case? Like Pokemon Gold. Was you... it gold and silver? Was it platinum? 
there's gold and silver and crystal, and then there's ruby, sapphire, emerald. Jesus then there's Christ. diamond, pearl, platinum. What the hell? Why are there then, so many? There's even more than that, mate. That's that's the half. Then there's, there's also Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, well, it's from the start. It's basically red, blue, and then Pokemon Yellow because they released the two that are, that are basically the same game, and yeah, then they yeah, release yeah. a third one. The the reason there's differences is usually the legendary Pokemon and certain Pokemon in the wild. So in Gold and Silver, for example, if you go in a certain area in the long grass in one of the games you'll get like a weedle but in the other game you'll get like a caterpie do you know what i mean like so and i think there was for gold and silver and ruby and sapphire and all that jazz there were normally about five or six pokemon that you could get in one of the games but you couldn't get in the other one but when they released the third one because they released ruby and sapphire together then they normally wait about a year then they release the third one which is normally has everything the prior two games have in it Mm. so it's like almost like a deluxe section in air quotes because Gold and silver. Gold was about Ho-Oh, the rainbow bird thing. Silver was about Lugia, the giant weird silver dragon thing. But then Crystal was about Suicune and Entei and Reiku, which were the three dog things. And the thing was is that Crystal, it's all about regions. So there's a Kanto region, the Johto region, a Hoenn region, etc., etc. I didn't realise there were so many Pokemon games. Well, there's there's the generations. I think they're on generation eight or something now. Jesus and Christ. They release a new generation every, like, four years or so. That's mental. To be honest, part of me wants to get the Pokemon game on the Switch. Oh, Sword and Shield? Yeah. Apparently it's amazing, according yeah, to Tom. Yeah, it's really good as well. I saw Tom play it quite a bit because he showed me it and stuff. I mean, it's one of those things where the Switch is ours, and I, I like Pokemon, but I, I had red, yellow, gold, and silver, and crystal, and ruby, and... I think I had sapphire as well and Emerald, and Pearl. Jesus Christ. As well as the spin-off games, which was Pokemon Coliseum on the GameCube I had. You had Pokemon Stadium on the N64. I had Pokemon Stadium on the N64, and I had Pokemon Snap on the N64, which was an absolute fucking banger of a game. That was so goddamn good. Yeah, so I haven't played that. We need to play that at some point. I don't know where it is. I think it's in the... I think it's in there. Well, Pokemon Snap. I don't think Pokemon Snap's in there. I think Pokemon Stadium's in that bag. Oh, that might be what I'm thinking of. I, I, Pokemon Snap can't have gone missing. It will be at my mum's house somewhere, I think. Fingers crossed, because they're worth quite a lot of money. Yeah. Now. Um, but it was with, with the Pokemon games as well. There was also, after yeah, they started to take off a lot more and things, especially in the West, they then released a lot of games which were like the spin offy ones. So obviously, Stadium, Coliseum, and Snap were the earlier ones. Coliseum a bit later than the other three. But then you've got uh, there was a game called Pokemon Ranger. Mm. on the DS which is quite cool the way you, you had to you had to kind of solve puzzles in some in a weird way but then to kind of I don't think you caught Pokemon you kind of befriended them and what you had to do is they were on the, the touch screen and you had to draw a circle around them Yeah, and that would be one circle and the stronger the Pokemon was the more circles you had to draw around them right. and they would shoot they would do attacks and if you're when you draw the circle if the line you've drawn gets hit by one of their attacks, it damages your Pokemon Ranger device. And if it gets damaged three or four times or something, then you you faint, you lose, whatever. And what it was, was I remember playing it, and I got right to the very end, and you fight... Well, I think it was the end. You fight Entei, uh, one of the, the fire dog from the third Pokemon movie, and basically you had to draw circles around him. It was something ridiculous, like 200 times. And if you... You, you had to go... And when you stopped 
it was either you had to do it all in one go or if you stopped it the number would slowly go back up oh again oh god that sounds stressful yeah and I got right to the end I was like I can't really be fucked with this so I stopped but Pokemon Ranger there's like three of them now and I played the first one there's Pokemon Mystery Dungeon which there's five of them now I think but they they released two at once and then a third one and then released another two so many goddamn games but the mystery dungeon ones they're quite cool they were you played as actual Pokemon not a Pokemon trainer and there were two of you you could start with you could start as like Squirtle Charmander Pikachu Bulbasaur and a few others and you basically it's like a dungeon crawler sort of thing almost like Legend of Zelda in a weird way you basically have to you enter it as the Pokemon and then it's no, no other Pokemon move unless you do so if you move one step forward everything else in the area moves as well. Yeah. And then if you move again, everyone else moves. And then if you hit, then if you come into contact with someone, you had to attack them, but it didn't do the battles like it did in the other games. It was quite different. It was actually a really fun game, but I got about, I got right to the end of that one and then it got really, really samey. Yeah. And I found my biggest problem with the Pokemon games because, you know, I said there's Ruby, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. There's Black and White, Black and White 2, sword and shield which is the newest ones and then there's also sun and moon as well so yeah i think it's eighth or ninth generation now of pokemon there's something like they started off with 151 pokemon including Mew and Mewtwo. they're the yeah the because that's the pokemon song wasn't it the 151 yeah so when i was at uni uh and now was, there's like a thousand or two thousand that's stupid that was ridiculous but yeah. i when i was at uni i was part of the netball society and um they did this ugh, they did this charity event every year called Man of Kent because I went to the University Man of, Kent. of Kent. Yeah, Man of Kent. So basically, they got all of the dickheads from all of the different sports societies <laughs> to basically do like essentially like a pageant show, but for guys. And they had to do a talent, and then there was like this whiff. It was really dumb. Like it raised quite a lot of money for charity, which is fine. That's good, but like. The whole premise of it was really like cringe, cringe and gross, and I hated every single second of it because I'm not someone like that. But so I joined the netball club in my second year of uni. So I wasn't a fresher, but I was a netball fresher. Right. So like when we did like initiations, and even though you're not supposed to do initiations, obviously every single sports club does initiations. <laughs> so they were like, "Oh, you have to do this down at fresher." And it's like, "No, I'm not doing that." <laughs> they were like, "Why not?" And I was like, "Because I'm not a fresher anymore." Yeah. They're like, "Oh, netball fresher." I'm like, "No, I'm not doing it." <laughs> but as part of a netball fresher initiation thing, I had to be in charge of one of the guys. Like I was, I was allocated a guy, <laughs> and I had to help him prepare for Man of Kent. Just saying. My guy won, so <laughs> yay. You're the ultimate wingman. <laughs> I'm the ultimate, yeah, person. I don't really know. But anyway, they had to create like a dance and each person had to do a talent. I don't even remember what my guy's was. I think it was a striptease because it was that kind of ridiculousness. Grim. But one guy did the Pokemon rap. Oh, the whole and thing. he sang the entire thing. Yeah. And I was loving it. I was like, yeah, this is great. This is funny. <laughs> and then everyone else was just like, oh, I'll take a top off. And it's like, no. <laughs> but then it turned out that that guy was actually on my course. And I didn't realise until like two years later. <laughs> oh, really? I've yeah, we were in the course. computer suite together and we were talking about Man of Ken. He was like, oh, I entered that two years ago. I sang the Pokemon rap. I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> I was like, I saw that. I wanted you to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because now... It was the 151, and then they added another 100 for gold and silver. Then they added like another 150, because there's around 400 or so in third generation Ruby Sapphire. And it goes on and on and on. And I, th- yeah, I, think, I think now there's 1,480 Pokemon or something ridiculous. And there's so many now, they can't fit them all into one game. So, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, the in day. the newest game, 
if you trans if, if in the the I don't know if it's Sword and Shield or what it or how it works fully because I've got it all played it. But it's something like if you've got Pokemon from the other games, you can put them in this game, but you can't find them in this game. If you know what I mean? Yeah. I got so you. in that game, there's only like there's like five or six hundred Pokemon. They should you just get have. rid of all the shit ones, like Azubat. Zubat is a fan favorite. You you won't be able to get rid of any of the original 150. Zubat's annoying. In the caves. <laughs> and a ratata. <laughs> yeah, good old ratatas. It's just like they're fucking everywhere. They're like the plague. Yeah, caterpies are quite. Uh, caterpies, yeah. Weedles when you walk through the forest and you just get. And fucking assaulted. Magikarps as well. Yeah, but Magikarp turned to Gyarados. They sick. Yeah, Magikarp turns into Gyarados, but it does fuck all up until that point. It learns. It has Splash, and then at level 15, it learns Tackle, and then at level. 20 i think it learns flail which is the more damage it has the, the more damage magikarp has taken the more strong flail is and then i think it was like level 25 or level 30 or something it would then turn to gyarados <laughs> a magikarp is useless up until the point that it turns into a gyarados well normally what you'd have to do with the old games because now they basically one of the reasons i stopped playing pokemon a bit was they became a bit samey but also my problem is they're all really easy like no they're not no but if you if you know all the Pokemon types, I obviously did. As soon as you fight a Pokemon, you know exactly what type they are. You know exactly what weakness they are. You oh, just, well, yeah. You in just... that sense, when you're fighting the Pokemon, obviously, if you're going against rock creatures, then... Yeah, you use water you or use grass water. or ground but or you fighting. Don't, you don't use electricity. No, exactly. So, so you know as well, but this is what I'm saying is, in the game, you can normally actually just float your way through almost all of it, except the gym leaders are normally fairly difficult. And when your rival fights you, because he's got... They always choose the Pokemon that is strongest against your pokemon yeah that's what always happens <laughs> when you get stuck by team rocket oh well in all the get there's team rocket there's team magma team aqua team team rocket blasting off again <laughs> jesse james <laughs> that was a very odd anime i find it funny that you seem to think you don't like anime but you like pokemon yet pokemon is probably one of the cringiest animes that exists yeah but the thing is i don't like pokemon like i like i like pokemon yeah I'll watch Pokemon, but it's one of those shows that I'll watch and I just take the piss out of. Like me and me and uh, my housemates at uni went through a phase where it came onto Netflix and we were like, "Oh, we're going to watch it." And we watched it and we were just like, "What the fuck is this?" We we're like, "Brock is so pervy." Yeah, it's so really Brock's weird. So pervy. Misty is annoying. Yep. Ash is is a bellend. He's unbearable. He's so irritating. He's like, "Oh yeah, look at me. I got another gem." And it's like, "No, you didn't. No, what you did not do that yourself. Everybody helped you to get to this point." He does seem to you lose. Did nothing. Pikachu does whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any control over that Pokémon. I did find that in the series a lot of the time he would like he I I, th- I think he was fighting He, fought- he almost dies in the first episode because of the the is they, what are they called? Spyros? No, no, Spyro. Spyro is the dragons. Uh, there's a different game altogether. <laughs> um, they're like they're like sparrows. Oh, Spiro. Spiro. Yeah, he almost dies because of them. They like attack him. Mm. I think it's the first episode. It, it is something like I know he gets electrocuted by Pikachu several times as well. <laughs> yeah, because Pikachu doesn't like him. <laughs> it's also I, I do remember in one of or a couple of the episodes he would be he'd fight a battle and he would lose badly because he's crap. But then they would. Then Team Rocket would do something really stupid, annoying. Yeah, but and he Team would are idiots. Well, exactly. But they would do something stupid, annoying. He would chase after them and air quotes beat them and then blow them into the sky a million miles in the air and whatever. And then whoever was around was like, "Oh my god, you may not be the best trainer, but you've got heart, kid." Here's, <laughs> here's the gem, and you're like, "What the fuck, dude?" It's like you're meant to get the badge to it's show like he you. Gets, yeah, he gets the badge from all of the different gym light leaders, but he actually doesn't do the work. It's, it's Brock and Misty that do most of the work, and then he gets the gem. Yeah, exactly. He's like, "Oh, I just want to go to the what's the um the end bit called?" Uh, the Elite Four. 
What? No, he wants to get to the Olympics, essentially. What's the Olympics called? The the Elite Four. The Elite Four. Was the Indigo Plateau is the place uh, is the place you go to victory road you get there to the indigo plateau and then you fight the elite four and if you beat the elite four you become the champion but you need all eight badges from the gym leaders to get to the elite four i feel, I feel like there's a different name to be honest it might be thinking about it because i'm i've I, only... I don't ring that doesn't ring a bell elite four doesn't ring a bell i'm gonna look it up well i'm gonna look it up as well oh also you can get pokemon snap for the n64 used acceptable <laughs> for like 16 pounds if you want it to be brand new, it's like 82. There you go. If you want it to be used very good, it's like between 30 and 45 pounds. Because there's the Kanto League and then there's the Johto League and things like that, which were, but the Kanto and Johto are the actual regions within Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon Red. Pokemon Series Elite 4. Maybe it is called something. I'm just looking up. I'm just trying to find it. Oh my God. Yeah, it does say just the, the Elite 4. Um, oh, I can't remember. The Elite Four are the people you, that fight. I thought there was like a big battle at the end where it's like a competition. Well, it's normally beat the champion of the... I thought he went into like a competition at the end of those games. Or unless I'm thinking... Unless I'm getting them mixed up between the games and then the TV show itself. Well, in the games... I'm going to look on this on this uh, Bulbapedia. Um, it says, Bulbapedia. Well, you know, because all the fandom Wikipedias are all these sort of things. Uh, one group resides in the Indigo Plateau in Kanto and are considered the best trainers in both the Kanto and the Johto region. Yeah, it's, it's the... You, he wants to become the Pokemon League champion, but he wants to catch all the Pokemon, though, doesn't he? Oh, is it just called the Pokemon League? Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it's the Pokemon League. Oh, well, that's boring. Yeah, it's the Pokemon League, but... The I pe- thought it had a different name. No. My brother completed the game, the blue one. Well, it depends um, on what you mean by complete. Do you get every single Pokemon and 100%? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But I deleted all the data because I wanted to play it from the beginning, and my brother got absolutely fuming. I don't blame him. <laughs> That, that is one of the biggest Actually, issues. I think I did it twice. I think he completed it and then I deleted all the data and wanted to play it. And then I think recently, within the past couple of years, I did it again. I don't know if he still has. I don't even know if he knows. So, Davin, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. Are you sorry, though? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was one of the biggest flaws of the Pokemon games. I don't know if it still is the case, but it was annoying where it was like... I want to play and I want to start with, you know, Squirtle or whatever. And then you get through and you complete it and you're like, I want to start again now with Charmander, but I want to keep all, you know, I want to still be able to access the other world. And you're like, nope, got to wipe it. So, but... Yeah, but it's an old game, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I think even the DS ones, which were out... Still older, though. DS games, like... Well, yeah, it was, it was 10 years old, but compared to, like, you get the Legend of Zelda games, and I know there's probably not as much data in them, which is probably why they can't have additional save files, but all the Zelda games you pretty much always have three save slots at the start yeah that's true most games you have at least a couple of things it's normally you go into the menu and then you can choose one of three save files that's most games do you know what was cool though with Pokemon was that you could connect it up to your Nintendo 64 and you could play it through the TV oh could you yeah I remember I'm pretty sure I have the adapter at my mum's house somewhere still you could connect it it was like this little like you put the game into the slot and then you had this like cartridge and then you plug that into the N64 and you could play it through the N64 using the remote rather than the oh. thing. And then me and my brother also had the cable that connected the two Game Boy Colors together so that you could battle each other. Mm, if you, you went if you went Pokemon. to the health center, you could battle each other from there. Yeah. And you could trade Pokemon because the only, obviously, the way to air quote complete Pokemon games is you beat the Elite Four, you beat the champion, you become the champion. And then... There's normally some other stuff you can do a little bit after that. And then after that, it's basically you just catch every Pokemon. But the problem is, is that in the original games, 
unless you have someone else playing and you can use that cable thing which i didn't have because i don't have any friends when i was that young it was <laughs> i mean i didn't have any friends that were playing pokemon i just played it with my brother well there you go i, I didn't have any friends that were playing it or <laughs> friends at all or any of my family playing it so the problem is is that the only way to get all the Pokemon to catch them is obviously you can't catch Squirtles, Bulbasaur's or Charmanders in the wild in Pokemon Red or Blue. You can only get them right at the start from Professor Oak. Can you not catch them anywhere? In the other games you can, not in Red. In all the Pokemon games when you start with a Pokemon. I always wanted to have a Pikachu and I never got a Pikachu. But Pikachu you find in the forest. In the they're The only place in the whole game you can get them is the forest right off the pallet town. Yeah, I bloody loved Pikachu when I was younger. I, um, I had a I had a Pikachu pillow and I also had... Oh God, I can remember it like it was like yesterday. I had this like Pikachu holder that contained the Game Boy Color and it also had slots for like four or five or six games. Oh. And then it was like a you zipped it up. So you zipped essentially round Pikachu's body and head and then it opened up and he like went in half mm. and then you had all the stuff inside. Oh, okay. Well, I, with Pikachu stuff, I mean, I had that little pedometer thing that I mentioned to you the other day. Randomly, it came up in a YouTube video we were watching recently and it was basically the Tamagotchi, but Pikachu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pedometer is how you generate the food and currency in it to get that. But it was also, I found, speaking of the Game Boy that connects to the N64... I had a GameCube and you could do the same with the Game Boy Advance. Mm. So you connect something to the bottom of the GameCube, you put the uh, put the Game Boy Advance game into it, put this special disc in, and then, yeah, I'd play Pokemon games on the TV. Yeah. So when it was like... We should set up the N64. I kind of want to play some of the games that we've got. Yeah. And yeah. when I say set up the N64, we'll set mine up because I've got the Pikachu version. Yeah, whereas mine's just the standard one. I got the special edition one because I'm cool. Yeah, and I think I've only got... The only games I've got that are notable are Smash Bros, which is the only reason I've got the N64, and I, F-Zero. I used to have so many games. I used to have... What did I have? I had GoldenEye. Yeah, classic. Um, I had, yeah, P- Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium. Another classic. I used to have Mario Golf, uh, Mario Tennis. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I had Mario Golf. I definitely had Mario Tennis. Yeah. And then I had a couple of other games. Was Banjo-Kazooie on the N64? That's Callum's favourite game ever. Yeah, I used to have Banjo-Kazooie on the N64. I've never played Banjo-Kazooie. I don't really remember it, to be honest. I Yeah, I don't really remember it at all. I had a couple of other games. I can't remember what they are anymore. Yeah. There weren't really that many games for the N64, were there? There were quite a lot, but a lot of them were... Like I've got, with my N64, I've got four or five games that are just the kind of b-list crap games like there's so many different racing games like football games stuff like that which or just vague sports games yeah there's things like that which i remember were... playing goldeneye quite a lot that was a banger that was a well good game goldeneye is a gem goldeneye smash mario kart and mario 64 i think as well as ocarina of time and majora's Mask. oh no okay yeah we had zelda ocarina of time as well they're all considered generally the best ones but speaking of video games and stuff as we've been talking about for the last 40 minutes what recently obviously where you were playing animal crossing and because we're in lockdown and because i'm bored we, <laughs> nothing well, else see, to I'm, do. I'm working 8 30 to 4 30 <laughs> monday to friday but obviously it's more of a chill atmosphere and we you know go for a run at lunchtime and stuff but obviously where you're a teacher you you set the work and you only yeah, spend well that. i mean it's, this isn't this isn't for all teachers because obviously my my school have decided not to do the, the like virtual thing. zoom yeah. like um classes so i know like the school that i used to work at my training school they're all doing virtual lessons yeah 
um, having to do the videos and stuff, whereas my school have said not to do that. Mm. So yeah, when I, I set the work, I check my emails regularly throughout the day and I respond to kids' work and f- feedback and then I have to put all of their names into the grade book and make sure that I know exactly who's doing the work and who's not. But other than that, like realistically, I'm done by half 11, aside from 11 o'clock, half 11 by, aside from checking emails regularly throughout the day. Yeah. So yeah, Animal Crossing took over my life and then I'm waiting for Witcher 3. Yeah, because it was your birthday recently and you asked... Well, it was my birthday on Monday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you asked your family for some... uh couple games you asked for breath of the world and witcher and i think my brother's getting me witcher 3 but it hasn't arrived yet but i have been playing breath of the wild obviously with you yeah but we decided that we would play it together so during the day i'm bored (laughs) yeah because originally the plan was we got breath of the wild so we could play together because i've always wanted to play breath of the wild and i'm a massive zelda fan whereas witcher 3 i've i do want to experience it because i've heard how good it is but it's one of those games where you have to invest like basically one to two hundred hours and i i don't have that kind of time because especially at the moment i'm not gonna necessarily play a single player game i can't play a single player game when i'm working and then when when my work day is over usually we watch stuff or play stuff or whatever whereas in the day if you're playing witcher i can then still kind of half watch you playing it while i'm answering yeah, emails and stuff also the thing is is that like we don't know how long the lockdown's gonna last yeah. and we don't know when school's gonna go back and we're in nearly in may now and the easter not easter holidays the summer holidays aren't that far away Somewhere so unless months. unless they're saying for teachers to go in during the summer holidays which i i don't think they'll do no i don't think we will either um because there's going to be lots of people because hopefully by that point we'll be able to like still we'll be able to socialize slightly more mm. um and still be able to go on holiday not necessarily abroad but in the country so they can't stop people from having their holiday booked yeah um but yeah, I'm going to, if we're back at work at that point, you're going to be at work and I'm just going to be at home doing absolutely nothing since the summer holidays. Well, exactly. You've got about two months of doing, you know, in the mornings doing two or three hours of work. And then after that, you've you've not really got anything to do. So the idea was you got, we've got like access to the NES and the SNES games on the Switch. So obviously you played, we played a bit of like the old school Mario games. And you played a bit of Zelda yeah, bit Link of to the Past. Well, didn't I? Yeah, good old Kirby's Dreamland. So there are like, things in that regard to do but we're playing breath of the wild together at the moment i've obviously finished fallen order recently star wars jedi fallen order and then i want to get doom eternal because i absolutely fucking adore the doom game uh not the old school original one but i mean like the the remake that came out a couple years ago so i'm basically going to get that at some point but once you've kind of got into witcher more it's also like on the weekends it'll be good because you get into gaming more helps a lot because obviously on the weekend when i'm doing podcasting especially when editing and stuff yeah because i mean i watch rupaul's drag race when you're doing that but it's only an hour long yeah and i normally need i know <laughs> I, I normally need to do the intro and outro of most podcasts it normally takes me about half an hour to to record and check through them and stuff maybe a bit longer maybe 40 minutes but then it takes me one to two hours to edit the shows and then about another hour to do artwork write stuff up and upload it to the usual places so genuine chit chat alone is about four hours and then now i've got star wars comics and canon that normally takes about three two to three hours in total from recording researching and yeah etc so podcast life well yeah it's, it's one of my hobbies and i love doing it but obviously it's about seven between seven and ten hours a week of me spending time doing this including the talking to people and stuff and obviously when you were working properly you would have schoolwork to do and you'd have other things to keep your mind so when you get back from work all yeah the time, yeah i mean 
during a normal well yeah before the lockdown happened i would have my work day and then i'd come home and do more work yeah well not every single day of the week but like quite i'd say like three or four yeah well three days out of a work week i would do extra work and then on the sunday i would do work in preparation for the whole rest of the week yeah and i'd normally have a few hours where i'd have to either we couldn't watch anything that we want to watch together like westworld or anything because it would distract me too much i couldn't pay full attention but it was fine to watch something that you wanted to watch i didn't mind and obviously video games are quite a good thing where i'm happy to watch you play witcher or whatever because entertaining to watch in the background without it being too distracting unless i get mad because i get mad during games well, with Witcher, <laughs> like with Witcher, it'll be you'll be going like the story mode essentially, as in make the difficulty the easiest because you're not used to those kind of games as much. No, and it's why yeah, that's why I get frustrated with Spyro now because I like Spyro and I enjoy playing Spyro. So you play but, the the remake trilogy thing. Yeah, on the Switch, but like we're on the third one, and I think Year of the Dragon, I think it's called. I think. I can't remember how much percentage of it that we've completed. Like 30% or so, 34 I reckon we're about halfway through the game. Because we haven't 100% all because the Because we haven't 100%ed yeah. everything. But, like, I'm kind of bored with it at the moment because we played the first two in quite quick succession. We basically blitzed them in the space of about a couple of weeks. We we got to like 96% on both of them or something. I do like Spyro. I just don't like the third one as much as the second. And I think that's why I don't really want to play it as much anymore. And yeah. also it's getting harder. <laughs> it, it's getting harder in the sense of where it's kind of jammy hard. But also, you know, each of those games were... They're not huge games in themselves, but they are... You, you can invest quite a fair amount of time into them. The problem, I think we've played over 30 hours of Spyro. Exactly. And so it's about 10 to 15 hours per game, it seems. And it's like, when you've played 30 hours of Spyro, when all the games are similar-ish anyway, you you just get a bit sick of basically starting the level. There being gems absolutely everywhere. You fight yeah, a few things. Yeah, that's the thing that annoys me is when it's just like, oh, you're missing two gems. It's like, well, fuck off. I'm not going through this entire level just to find one gem. Yeah, there's like hidden in a bit of long grass in the corner of a map somewhere. Uh, which is part of the completion. Or like thing. the bottom of a pond. But it, it's also, it's all the different types of games because that's what I've been trying to get you into more games and things where it's like, oh, I'm glad that you've been enjoying Breath of the Wild and things like that where it's like, games yeah. a lot more depth to it because Breath of the Wild is so massive. You could literally just say, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to do cooking for the next two hours and you could just <laughs> walk around foraging and grabbing loads of different ingredients and making stuff, selling it to whoever, Beedle, and making money off it and you could just spend two hours doing that. Whereas with Spyro fantastic game but all you can really do well, is do yeah, that it's quite linear isn't it again yeah yeah. it's like you, you, you get have, you have set missions and you have to complete those missions whereas Breath of the Wild there are so many different missions that you can have going all in one go like I think at the moment we've got three different we've got one main mission and then we've got like three side missions so we've, only, we've only been playing for like I think we played hours? it for 10 hours, yeah. Yeah, and it was basically we just got out, we've unlocked the ability to get out of the main area. We've, we've yeah, gone we've, out, got, uh, we've got two areas that have maps now. Yeah, exactly. And it is what you're going to find when you play Witcher, and eventually I may get you to play like Skyrim, probably. Or, I, I was thinking of Skyrim or Fallout, and I think you'll enjoy Skyrim more. And I, know- I have heard of Skyrim. I know there was someone that I used to work, I think I've told you this before, there was someone that I used to work with when I worked at Domino's. And I think he had, like, annual leave left, so he just took two weeks off mm. and played Skyrim, like, every single second of oh, every yeah. single day. I could, I could and I was like, that. did you complete it? And he was like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, okay. No, it's not that kind of game. It's not like Mario where you play a level, you get a couple collectibles, you're done. It's 
Here's an absolutely unbelievably colossal world. You can you to I know that there's dragons in it. That's about as much as I know what about Skyrim. It, it's it's a really really good game, and I I think you'd really enjoy it because it's very Game of Thronesy sort of thing. The thing is though is that I'm getting into the point where I'm I'm I like games and I'm getting into games and I just want to keep buying them. So like obviously we've got Breath of the Wild. We're now waiting for Witcher to arrive if that is what my brother has got me but i think it is mm. and then like i want to get i want to get the, the brain training game Dr. Kwishima, yeah. i want to get mario odyssey yeah because we want to play mario odyssey together because it's got that co-op on it and there stuff. was a couple of other games that i wanted to get as well like yeah skyrim and stuff like that i'm just like yeah like part of me is like yeah we're in lockdown fuck it i'm gonna spend the money because like I'm saving money elsewhere, like with petrol, for example. Well, I normally not... spend between 150 to 200 pounds on petrol a month because I work and we're not going away out. from where we live, and we're not going out. So, like, I do, I don't know. I just want to spend money on games and do stuff. Yeah, because because when we bought the Switch, no way it saves me spending money on other useless things. This is actually stuff that I will use. Well, it utilizes time. It makes you keeps you sane. Because I remember when we played. Well, yeah, it... I was really bored the other day because I didn't have anything to do. Well, that's the problem and the thing is that you can watch stuff but it's what i found about people who don't play video games there's nothing against people who don't play video games but i was saying i think to you and the guys last night on that video chat and it was like what what do you do if you like what do you do all day if you if you don't have work if you're either furloughed or in isolation or anything like that there's tv and there's films to watch and i'm a massive film buff and i love tv series there's but only I, so much tv you can watch though well i can't sit there for 10 hours and like i'm not much of a binger like I, I've never really been the kind of person who sits there and watches, you know, twenty episodes of a sitcom or eight episodes of Game of Thrones in one go. Normally, after two or three hours or something, I normally need a bit of a break. So what I used to used to do a lot, especially when I was single and if I had like a whole Saturday to myself, I would just you know wake up, do some chores, shower, whatever, and then I'd watch something with breakfast for an hour, and then I'd play games for a couple of hours. And then I'd be like, oh, I'll take a little break from gaming, watch something for an hour or two, maybe watch a movie by myself, go back to gaming. But That's the thing oh. is that you're when you're playing the game, you're in the game. Yeah. So like when you're watching a film, you know you're watching a film because you're watching other people do it. But when you're in a game, you're controlling that character. Yeah. So like there were points like with Animal Crossing where when I was starting to like refurbish my island and make it like actually like habitable and building inclines and bridges oh it was after kk slider came to my island yeah. and then i could build like all the pathways and stuff. and stuff i like spent six hours just like building pathways and i looked at the clock and i was like jesus christ where the hell has that time gone yeah i think that was either, was either on a weekend or it was i think it was a weekend because you were like megan it's 3 p.m <laughs> i was like oh god i've been playing it since like 10 o'clock this morning oh yeah because i was doing podcasty stuff and i was basically it was a sunday yeah yeah so i was editing my podcast and all that sort of jazz and just kind of watching you vaguely but obviously you're just making paths so it's not that exciting so i was just doing the work and things i think we had lunch took a break and whatever and then yeah it turned out you had been playing for about six hours and the island looked better but the amount you were not that much had happened was that's skyrim i'd say skyrim and fallout 3 are two games which and i think which is going to be like this and i know breath of the wild is like this as well which but i mean even it, breath of the wild the first time that we played it we played it for five hours and we were like where the hell is that played for like two in the morning didn't we and you normally don't last that long. Oh, no, I only last until like 11pm on a standard <laughs> day. Normally, but recently you've been staying up a lot later because you're it's getting I've got up no, on I just sleep, I haven't got anything to do. With Breath of the Wild Skyrim. But it's also because like on a normal weekday when I'm at work, I wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so you have to go to bed whereas, at like 10. Whereas now, I don't I don't have to start work until half 8. So I like wake up at 8 and crawl out of bed at like 20 past 8. So I'm getting an extra like two and a half hours sleep. Yeah, exactly. 
And, it's, and obviously we're on the same schedule now generally because we both start work at the same time. And yeah. so whereas before it was you need to go to bed between 10 and 11 because you're getting up between 6 and 7. And whereas, also driving for an hour to get to work. Exactly. Whereas I was getting up around 7 to 8 and then I it take me under an hour to get to work. But our schedules would be slightly misaligned by about one to two hours. Yeah. And it is with, I'd say with Skyrim, the, act, the open world action RPG games, they hemorrhage time. Because I said to you, I think before we played Breath of the Wild, I said one of the things I would fall out of Skyrim, they tell you the main quest is go from, you're in on this mountain, go to this shack over there that's, you know, half a mile that way. And you go, okay. You walk there and on the way there, you see a cave, you have some random person run up to you and ask you for help, you have some thing fly over you. Well, I mean, it's like yesterday when I was playing and I was trying to get to that one particular, like I was playing it for like a good couple of hours yesterday. Yeah, it was two or three hours. And I was trying to get to that one specific area and then I just couldn't. And then I was like on my way there. And then I saw a horse. And I was like, well, I'm going to climb that. I'm going to mount the horse. I'm going to go and go on the horse. And then I started getting attacked by the baddies. Yeah. I was like, okay, now I have to try and shoot arrows at these people whilst I'm on this fucking horse. And you got. I still to... didn't get to the place. But also, you were, you were thinking, okay, I need to get to this place. And then you got there and you were like, well, the map's not unlocked. So I need to now go. And before I can even get there, I need to f- go to the big tall tower thing to get the map so I know. Well, I mean, the area that I need to go to is, is again, outside of the yeah. map area. So I need to find another tower exactly. to get the next map. And so you need to just keep doing all these, like, little mini tasks. And then that guy wants me to go into the castle and get him a recipe book. I'm like, armor. Oh, God, get it yourself. And that woman wants you to go in there and get she some She wants sort me to get some armor. armor. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad that you're getting more into video games and stuff. It's one of those things where it's like, there's games for like everyone. Essentially, that's that's one of the reasons I got that sort of the Disney classic game thing as like a. Oh yeah, that was order. cool. That was really hard though. Yeah, the Aladdin Lion King thing. I didn't realize how hard it would be. Mate, For- the Lion King one made me want to. Like- it wasn't very expensive, fortunately. It wasn't like forty or fifty quid or anything like that. It was like less than half of that. So it's not. It wasn't an expensive game. It was more so here's something that's a bit of fun while we wait for your birthday because I gave it to you like a week before your birthday because it was like... Yeah, because we thought that I was going to be getting Breath of the Wild and Witcher on my actual birthday and then I wouldn't have ever played it. Exactly. So I thought, well, I'll give it to you a week early. I managed to complete the... Aladdin. Aladdin one with like mild cheating. Yeah. Yeah, because of those games you can rewind it and stuff. The Lion King one was ridiculously difficult. (laughs) Yeah. To be honest, we've been talking now for an hour. So... Who would have thought that two people in lockdown that are literally like speaking to each other every day could talk for this amount of time continuously? Well, clearly me, because I've set this up, so. <laughs> You're so mean to me. Who's <laughs> to me? Uh, okay, well, yeah, that'll be it then. We'll, uh, we'll finish off here then. And... <laughs> that was a very abrupt ending to this conversation. Well, it, was, it, it was more because we kind of came to the end. Oh, the hour time limit's here. Well, Shush, Megan. It's going to cancel now. Technically, we're at 58 minutes. But Whoa. I was thinking more so. I. I was thinking more so that if I need to do this again or something, we can continue the conversation elsewhere or something. But give me that weird look. You know what I mean? I, it was more so I don't want to have to also edit. I want to release this in one go and I don't want to have to edit an hour You're going to put all long. of this rambling in as well. Oh, no, sorry, Mike. I just hit the microphone. Don't get mad at me. I'm going to keep it in. because you... I hit the mic microphone. <laughs> that joke doesn't really work because my logo is a microphone saying my name is also Mike. Hi, I'm Mike Burton. This is Genuine Chit Chat. I'm going to stop it. <laughs> Bye!
And that's the end of the episode. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys. As I said, me and Megan are doing well in the isolation stuff. Well, lockdown, we're not isolated. Neither of us have had coronavirus symptoms or anything like that. We're doing well. Hope everyone is staying safe. And hopefully this little conversation brought a little bit of happiness if any of you are feeling a bit low and stuff about this. Um, my line's always open for any contact. If you want any movie, music recommendations, video games, or just fancy a chat, uh, you can contact me at genuinechitchat at outlook.com. Also, I'm on Twitter instagram and facebook at genuine chit chat send me a private message or anything on any of those things and yeah i'll get back to you and we can have a conversation about stuff so coming up um i will say there's a new episode of star wars comics in canon which uh, uploading this episode it may or may not be up if it's not up today it will be up on monday there's some slight delays obviously it's not my podcast that it gets uploaded to it gets uploaded to the feed of the comics in motion podcast which are dear friends of the show and so there may be a bit of a delay on that. If there is the case, then just check on Monday or something uh, or pay attention to my social media. I normally post it on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I normally put it in my Instagram story as well and then include it on the sort of Instagram story highlights on the main profile too. So you can check out all of those things, but if you type in comics in motion into Spotify or uh, any of the podcast apps and things, you should find it. Uh, the episode I did that has just been uploaded is about two of the last Jedi comics. One is DJ Most Wanted and the other one is the storms of crate so they both tie in quite nicely with the last jedi and the one i'll be doing next week is going to be about star wars allegiance which is the comic set between the last jedi and rise of skywalker so any big star wars fans go check that out obviously if you're not a huge star wars fan but you still quite like star wars my show star wars comics and canon is suited for both people who are really into star wars who like me can't really get enough of it and want to delve deep into things but also for people who haven't really gone that far you know haven't really read many of the comics or books or anything like that it's meant to be a guide that helps give a bit of information to things potentially people have already read and consumed and a bit of trivia for that but also lightly telling the story enough so that if you do want to go read it you can still get enjoyment out of it but also if you don't want to read it you get enough of the information about it so that it kind of adds to your Star Wars knowledge. Plus, I do put in lots of little trivia facts and things like that about the things I'm talking about. So it's quite nice. All the episodes are only normally 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, this one, I think, was half an hour because it was a double feature. I did about two comics instead of I normally do about either one comic or one comic miniseries. So, yeah, go check that out if you fancy. Anyway, coming up, I've got a conversation due to be recorded on Monday, which is tomorrow, just realising, uh, with Tony Farina. Tony has got a podcast called the Indie Comics Spotlight, also on the Comics in Motion podcast. Um, I was actually on the Indie Comics Spotlight episode that came out this week. Uh, I chat with Tony about The Second Coming. Uh, the Second Coming is a comic about Jesus coming back to Earth uh, in sort of a modern day uh, interpretation, but Earth has got a super superhero very very similar to superman it's a really really good comic series i was incredibly surprised how clever it was and how brilliant it was and yeah we just talk about that so if you do listen to my star wars comics in canon or if you do listen to comics in motion podcast anyway you will no doubt know about indie comic spotlight and things but if you don't if you don't have any interest in star wars and you don't have any interest in comics really but you have some degree of interest in topics about religious conversations and things uh this conversation that me and tony have we do delve into religion quite a lot because obviously a comic about Jesus coming back how can you not so that's a really good thing to check out I've also included a link to that in the description as I said in the intro I've also been on the room podcast where I was in season one uh, sorry season two episode one episode called all roads lead to room I also appeared on the ask win podcast recently and I also appeared on the friends in your ears podcast a few weeks ago so they're all the things that I've been kind of 
delving into and things uh i think further down the line there's gonna be more podcast collaborations and stuff but obviously the current situation numbers are weird and whatever so yeah we'll see uh also coming up as well um as i've said a couple times in these outros i'm going to be doing a lot over the coming weeks of returning guests uh i've already got things planned with the guys from comics in motion to talk about the sort of the comics and motion creators network as it were uh so talking about you know my show on there styles comics and canon tony's show indie comic spotlight as well as max burns show mandatory marvel and dc as well as their flagship podcast comics in motion plus their other podcast vhs strikes back plus their other podcast love island cast plus chris's other podcast wrestling gold so as you can see there's a lot of things to talk about and also with wrestling gold we're i'm gonna have chris and also a gentleman called scott weatherly from the 20th century geek podcast he's gonna be coming on the show with chris to talk about wrestling because i've never really had the biggest interest in wrestling and i like talking to people about things they're passionate about to inform me more so that's the kind of things that you can expect coming up um all the guys from the comics emotion are going to be on various shows i think i'm gonna have dave and max burn to come on to talk about uh, sort of comics specifically like marvel and dc comics probably talk about the dc movies a bit because i know that max likes them a lot more than me and dave do and that's gonna be a fun conversation talking about batman versus superman a man of steel and those sort of things so most of my chats over the coming weeks or at least all of them to my knowledge at least are going to be fun chats with people i'm really comfortable with where the conversation is going to be flowing freely and a lot of jokes are going to be had so i'm trying to keep it all uplifting and stuff because to be really blunt life is really shit for a lot of people right now whether or not you are directly affected by the coronavirus everyone is still in lockdown and or it should be and a lot of people finding it difficult i hope that the content that i've been releasing and things has been helping you guys to some degree and as i did say at the start of this little outro reach out speak to me if you need any just contact of any kind if you're just really bored you want something to do and you want some movie recommendations i'm a massive movie buff or tv series music anything i like music from almost every genre from literally like death metal and melodic death metal and death core all the way to there's some classical music i like i like pop music like sia melanie martinez a bit of lady gaga i like rap music tech nine hops in chris calico scoobius pip i, I do I don't love every genre, but I generally like one or two bands from relatively every genre. So if anyone is really clamoring for some new music and you just say, hey, I like these three bands. Do you know anything that sounds like them or to do with them? Just send me an email. Send me a message. Just start the conversation going. I'll always be open to recommending things to people. I love recommending music and movies and whatnot to people. So please reach out and if you're feeling lonely you know please reach out as well there's a lot of people in the podcasting community that are isolated and things like that but the community itself is so strong that it's really nice to have people keeping the conversation going and trying to help others so i'm in that boat too if you don't want to make contact please do not hesitate but otherwise um that's about it for me so i'll talk to you guys next week it will be the first part of my chat with tony farina and yeah Stay safe, guys. I love you all. Thanks for listening this far and talk to you next week.